Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Gene Roddenberry's iconic sci-fi franchise, Star Trek, has been through countless iterations by now, with everything from the original series to the recent Picard offering a new flavour of utopian sci-fi for long-time fans to delight in. However, whether you prefer Discovery or The Next Generation, Cisco or Janeway, Wesley or Neelix, or neither understandably, there's no denying that each series has seen a few instances where characters acted in wildly dangerous ways to advance the plot without the show ever justifying their temporary insanity. Throughout the run of Star Trek, the show's characters have consistently made decisions at odds with their interests which could easily have cost them crew members' lives. So this list is endeavouring to point out the most egregious instances of enterprise endangering that the show expects viewers to buy into and work out which iteration of the show is most guilty for upping the tension through crazy character calls. And that's looking at you, Voyager. So welcome to Trek Culture. I am the illogical Ori Styler, and these are 10 dumb decisions that characters survived. Number 10, ignoring Worf and Troy's warnings. The Next Generation cast weren't the worst for flawed decisions when it comes to Star Trek canon. Janeway and sometimes the original series Kirk made sure of that. But their encounter with the Packleds did leave us wondering just how poor Geordie LaForge made it out of the episode alive. With the typically sharp crewman, along with Riker in Captain Picard's absence while he was getting heart replacement surgery on Starbase 515, making the uncharacteristic decision to ignore the advice of some seasoned crew members. Now, the Packlids seem pretty harmless. Your typical goofy comic relief alien of the week, set to frustrate and annoy Geordie to no end. Beam him down and ignore the ominous warnings of both Troy and Worf for no clear reason. No way they'll turn out to be a real threat to poor LaForge, right? 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 Number nine, not just telling Janeway about reverse aging. There's no use trying to make sense of the often contradictory and, well, alien motivations of the many species encountered by the various Star Trek crews across the show's many iterations. But the Dreyans in the Voyager installment Innocence really do take the biscuit in this regard. After all, the aliens could have avoided the episode's entire, admittedly non-fatal, conflict if they just told Janeway in the first place that, spoiler alert, their human-like species ages backwards. That's all they had to say. This meant their missing children were actually elders and thus the episode's conflict was easily resolved. Particularly when Janeway simply accepts this claim immediately when she does hear it without any evidence. Dumb decision aside, it did give us a good Tuvok episode though. Number 8. Aiding the Borg against Species 8472 It's fair to note that this list is picking on Captain Janeway here. 
But to be fair, she makes it very easy with the amount of times the Voyager captain put her crew and herself at risk during the divisive show's run. Take her decision to aid the Borg whilst taking down the nefarious species 8472. As dangerous as the threat was, even though they looked like a bogey that was animated by the same team that did the CGI for the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns, it's insane that Janeway chose to actively aid the Borg in any attempts to neutralize another species, given the fact that the Borg are quite literally the most dangerous antagonist in any iteration of the series. It may have been a tactical move in the moment, but this one was more than a bit questionable and could easily have cost the crew a lot of their lives. But hey, this is how we met Seven of Nine, so it gives and it takes. Number seven, not listening to Wesley for once. Law's first performance as Data's evil twin made for pretty great television, but there's one thing which never made sense about this installment of The Next Generation. In his debut episode, Data Law, it's inexcusable that the entire crew chose to dismiss resident nerd Wesley's unshakable certainty that Data is in fact Law in disguise. Doubly so since the crew actually do listen to the whiny teen more often than not, even when it's usually of no benefit to do so. It's difficult to believe that a ship whose crew often take Wesley's advice on board would dismiss him in this instance. And it's a minor miracle that no crew member lives were lost as a result. Number six, not spore jumping out of control's reach. Each new iteration of Gene Roddenberry's iconic sci-fi series is bound to have its defenders and critics. But when Discovery aired in 2017, many in the fandom were impressed with the show's ability to explore more morally ambiguous territory than earlier versions of the franchise usually encountered. Oh, and just to trigger a few people in the comments, I personally think that Discovery is absolutely fantastic. I know some haters out there are just ready to tweet me with the debate wars. Come at me, bruh. I'm ready for you. That being said, the series didn't come without a few bizarre moments of inexplicable behavior from the new crew. Take for example, Discovery season two finale, whose plot centers around the desperate attempts of the ship's crew to charge a power crystal as control closes in on them. Since it's long been established as an option on this series, why not just spore jump well out of control's limited reach until the crystal is sufficiently charged? Discovery is still amazing though. Yeah, I said it again. And what? Number five, engaging the doomsday machine. We're aware that Decker wasn't mentally stable during his tragic swan song on the original series. And this is the only example on here which does technically contribute to a later character death. Nonetheless, it's strange and out of character that any level-headed senior officer would trust a traumatized man with command of his ship. And whilst Decker may sacrifice himself later, it's a minor miracle no one else died in his hasty and ill-judged phaser attack on the Doomsday Machine. Sure, Decker cited regulations in order to force Spock to hand over control, inciting Kirk's rage, but it's not like this would have been the only time regulations were ignored in the original series, including the Prime Directive, repeatedly, in the interest of the right move. Fundamentally, it's a machine whose immense power we soon learn Decker should have understood better than anyone else on board, making this one an inexplicable move on Spock's part. Number four, letting Neelix pose as a Ferengi. Look, we really could have just said Neelix did everything he does for this entry and called it a day, since the much maligned comic relief of Voyager is responsible for plenty of ill-judged maneuvers throughout the series. But in a move which almost gets both him and the Ferengi killed, Neelix's attempts to pose as one of their number was a terrible ploy from the jump and it's a miracle it didn't come with a body count. I fully remember this episode, he played a character called the Grand 
proxy. Why? Yeah, okay, so it's in a sillier installment of an already more far-fetched Star Trek series, but there's still a need to draw the believability line somewhere. I mean, grand proxy. Number three, listening to Burnham. Okay, so listening to Burnham isn't always a suicide mission despite what some more Discovery-averse fans may claim. And just to trigger them again, I think Discovery is fantastic. But when we're introduced to our hero Burnham in the pilot of this recent 2017 reimagining of the franchise, she confidently tells the ship's crew how long they have to escape a forthcoming storm nailing her guests down to the second. Of course they listen to her because like us, they don't know any better. Her estimates are ass backwards or ass backwards, depending on how you pronounce it, and could have cost them untold lives. But whilst the audience couldn't guess she was overconfident, why would her co-workers have immediately accepted her as an authority? Number two, letting Wesley die instead of beaming him up. Now look, most Next Generation fans would be happy with any plan that leads to the death of one Wesley Crusher. Not me, because I'm not evil, but I, I get where you're coming from. But if the premise of this list is finding times that the crew's lives were needlessly endangered throughout the series, could you do much better than the infamous episode, Justice? Rather than just beaming Wesley up when he's sentenced to death for falling in a flower bed, Crusher, you get it? Because he, he crushed the, the flowers in the crushed... Anyway, Picard instead insists on letting the team go through a pointless trial, which would result in his death sentence, almost allowing the farce to go through to its inevitable end because... rules? And after all that, viewers don't even get to see the twerp die at the end. Some would say the result left the fans feeling... crushed. Yeah. Come on. And number one, Cisco punches Q. This one is fairly self-explanatory, and though it's very satisfying to watch happen, it's definitely the most dangerous decision on this pretty impressive list of missteps. So Q's got a great sense of humor and Cisco's pretty badass, but Q is a god and punching an actual god is a questionable decision regardless, given the antagonist slash troll's ability to do literally anything in response. It may not get him killed, but the moment did less to establish Cisco as a tough and unforgivable hero and made him appear more like an apparent clueless captain with a death wish. After all, whatever about his colleagues' questionable calls throughout their respective series, even Janeway didn't try to deck Q. Cisco, you was definitely pushing your luck. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 